0: Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Speak Now Pro Wrestling. It's your girl, Denise Salcedo. And as always, I am joined by the BFF, the California Connections, Righteous Reg. It is February 7th and we're here to talk about AEW Dynamite. Reg, dude, we have a show to talk about today.
1: Denise, jeez, Louise. Like there's so like we could start in so many different places and it'd be like something wild to talk about. There's so much in this show. So much great wrestling. Um Bert Boston. It's Boston. It's all Boston, Denise. That's all I could say. It's all Boston. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's gonna be a good time today because as most of you guys know, uh, there was some news that was kind of uh, broken earlier in the day. And most of us pretty much expected what was going to happen. But we officially have the announcement of big business, which is going to be an AEW dynamite show on march 13th at the td garden in boston now yep. earlier today that was accidentally broken by Ticketmaster. um i guess someone at Ticketmaster master effed up and put <laughs> up the event even though they weren't supposed to put it up yet or whatever the hell happened and so of course everybody in pro wrestling and their mother's saw that and it got spread everywhere and so everyone basically knew what this announcement was going to be by the time we got to the show but let's get right to it here (laughs) we go guys Mercedes Monet I think we can officially say is coming to AEW based on all of the easter eggs that they have given us Reg where are you at in all of this
1: can we say that, Denise? I don't know, I don't want to get in trouble. You know how things Bro, get around these.
0: things. Okay, let's talk, let's let's pull up the goddamn graphic. You know what, Please. I wasn't I wasn't ready here with the graphic, but everybody here uh, saw what I Please. saw here. And by the way, guys, if you want to help support this show, get your questions, comments, statements, reactions, read here on the stream. Uh, you are more than welcome to send in a super chat at any point throughout the show. Hold on, it's uploading, the graphics. I don't uploaded. know anything. All right, here we go, here we go. <laughs> Look at this graphic big business. First of all, you got the big giant little dollar sign there, the money sign. That's the S. Okay. And then on top of that, you have the right where it says underneath garden. It says Boston (laughs) double S with the little uh, money sign as well. And then I don't know if they did this on purpose. I'm going to say they probably did, (laughs) but the lights, the lights make two Ms. Mercedes Monet, uh,
1: Monet, I don't know if that, that was is, accidental or uh, if I'm I, just I, reaching. No, I, I don't think you're reaching, Denise. That looks like something.
0: No, right, that looks like two M's right there. Yeah, okay, so, is. and I'm pretty sure there's probably something else somewhere in there uh, that I'm not mentioning. But the point is, come on, looking at all of this, I think it's pretty damn obvious. <laughs>
1: listen, <laughs> Denise, listen. We've come a long way. I'll tell you that. On my podcast City, you could catch that every Saturday morning. Philip Lindsay and I, we talk about this for a long, long time when our friend was still a part of this podcast. Every single week, people would ask him his percentage on Mercedes Monet potentially joining AEW. And it's been all over the the map, Denise. He said 50%. He said 91%. He said 40%. He said all these percents. But after today's show, Denise, our friend, William Washington, tweeted out the date of the show and 100%. I don't know if there's a connection. He could have just been tweeting like it's 100% that they're going to be in Boston that day. I don't know what these things are. But a lot of these dots, you found it, a lot of these dots are connecting. And it seems that if I were putting some money on Miss mercedes Monet being at Boston AEW, I'd be a rich person. Denise, this is huge news. As Tony Khan said when he announced it, it was like, you could feel like he was upset that they stepped on his announcement because he was like, as announced earlier, but... This is going to be a huge deal, not only for AEW, but professional wrestling as a whole. And Denise, this has only happened one time at this company where they have said there's a show and there's going to be a debut. We're not saying it out loud, but it's going to be. And you guys know who it is. It's only happened one time with CM Punk in Chicago for this to happen with the women's wrestler, Denise, my favorite women's wrestler of all time, for her to get this shine. For her to get all this and then to say this, and this show's going to be huge, <laughs> means a lot, Denise. It's important,
0: dude. So you got it right there, man. The last time that this happened, and this went down just as we predicted. We literally talked about this reg last week when we had a, when the announcement was made that Tony Khan was going to have an announcement. We sat here and we talked about the differences of what it can be, and a lot of people brought up, of course, Mercedes Monet and Okada being two of the names of people expecting to at some point possibly sign with AEW, and we literally said. That if they do decide to do this, they're going to give us a hint by the show, similar to what they did with CM Punk, who you just mentioned right now. And that's exactly what they did here. Uh, Same as last time with CM Punk, they they gave us all of the Easter eggs. We pieced it all together. Uh, People showed up. They celebrated. It was a good time. And now we're getting ready to do just that with uh, Mercedes Monet. And this is very freaking cool because I know that this one was more so, um, you know, two totally different situations with Mercedes and with CM Punk, of course. With Mercedes, everybody was wondering, okay, like Naomi went back to WWE. Will Mercedes go back at some point? You know, she did New Japan. Unfortunately, she got injured, but she's been doing like a million other little projects here and there. But will she be going to AEW? To me, I know there was a lot of people that were holding out hope that she was gonna go to WWE. Uh, We've had this conversation multiple times and we sat here and every time we talked about Mercedes coming to AEW, there was always a bunch of people, a bunch of comments that were like, nah, I think she's going to WWE, right? But to me, the writing was on the wall. And I said this, Reg, I said this, she needs to finish the story. AEW all in 2023. Who was sitting in the stands? It was Mercedes. I don't think that she was gonna show up to this event, sit there looking pretty, and then not have eventually at some point have her moment at AEW All In. And so I think from that point on, it was clear that either A, she was considering already going to AEW, who knows when these conversations actually started. That's definitely gonna be a question for uh, Mercedes or Tony Khan in terms of when these conversations uh, between them started and when they started to get real and concrete. And so I feel like this was always, Like the writing was on the wall that this was going to happen, that Mercedes was going to go to AEW.
1: Yeah, great point, Denise. I don't think they would showcase her, because what did they show her, like, two or three times on Probably the show? More. You know what I mean? They wouldn't do that if they didn't have, like, high expectations that she was going to come in here to AEW and make her mark. So, yeah, I kind of felt the same. I was like, they have to pay that off. That'd be so weird if she came in and did that and went back to WWE. Would be wild as hell. Also, Denise, how many times on our show in Super Chats how people said, Do you think Mercedes coming in is going to change the women's division? What does today and this announcement and all this kind of say about that? Right. I mean, if if they're going all out like this and not going to commit to it uh, afterwards, I'd be really surprised, you know.
0: So we've talked about this and I know that this was a concern for a lot of people. And I don't blame the people that have this concern, by the way. And that concern is that people fear that AEW might drop the ball with Mercedes because of their previous treatment of the AEW women's division. Now, if you have this concern, dude, it's a legitimate concern. I get yeah. it. I get why people have this concern. And I'm not even going to say for you not to have that concern. Because now uh, with Mercedes, I you know Tony has this brand new toy to play with on the roster. So you're going to want to make sure that she's obviously uh, used that she's not, you know, cast aside. We just see her one time. It's this big hoorah, hooray <laughs> moment. And then we don't see her anymore. No, no. So A couple a a while back, I had mentioned this, I really truly believe that when it comes to the presentation of Mercedes Monet, I really hope that we get like constantly every dynamite, a Mercedes Monet specific program that is Mm -hmm. her and whoever the hell she's feuding with. And then you still get your original, whatever your AEW women's segment of the week was supposed to be, uh, depending on where we're at at that point with the storytelling and what the women are doing. I feel like now with Mercedes Monet, you just can't have just Mercedes on the show and whoever else she's feuding with. And then none of the other women. No, now you have an opportunity to uh, do more and tell more stories with the women. And I do think that that is hopefully what we get here, because if not, then it's going to be like, all of a sudden, then you're not seeing a bunch of other people, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, Denise, I don't know. What you're saying here is you want Mercedes to be put on a different level than everyone else. She does, she deserves it, and she has the star power. Fans will enjoy that, people will enjoy it. Let me tell you who's not gonna enjoy that, the rest of them women in that AEW locker room. But that's another story for another hey, day.
0: But then, but here you go, though. Here's the thing though. Reg, I get that, but let's say you're uh, you're an up-and-coming name in the AEW women's division, all right? Let's just say that. You're on the roster. You're trying to make a name for yourself. You're clearly not Mercedes Monet. We get that, okay? Now, I know you mentioned maybe some of the girls may be kind of feeling like, Oof, like where's my spot at now? But here's the thing: I'm actually if I'm a woman on that roster, I am seeing this as a pro because now I know that this division is going to be taken seriously when there is somebody like Mercedes-Monet on this roster. On top of that, I'm gonna freaking do everything in my power to make sure that I'm one of those girls that's in a match with Mercedes Monet, whether it be on goddamn rampage, collision, fingers crossed that it would be dynamite. But I feel like if you are a female right now in the AEW women's roster, Mercedes Monet coming in is a pro is a positive across the board because she's only going to elevate that division. And you don't want to be in a division where you feel like, you know, there's so many people that say that they're that Tony Khan doesn't care right? Mm-hmm. It's all over the internet, right? And you don't want to be in a division where you feel that way.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. This it helps everyone, Denise. Like, I hope that there, I was just throwing that out there and I know it probably happened because wrestling's crazy, but I hope <laughs> that the Everyone in the locker room knows that this is going to be a benefit for them because I saw it with my own two eyes. You also saw it with your own two eyes, Denise. We were at that New Japan show. I've been to a couple of those New Japan shows, her post-WWE. She brings her own set of fans. Like, there's a whole legion of fans that are going to come with her that never seen AEW one day in their life that are gonna be there from day one and they're gonna be loud. Oh, you know how crazy they are. They're gonna be this vocal vocal crowd that are gonna come over and you can potentially convert them too if you play your cards right. This is a big, big move. Nothing's official yet, but that night's gonna be great. The tickets go on sale this weekend. i like to see how quickly that sells out, Denise, off the backs of what I just said about how she has this built-in fan base that are right now on Ticketmaster waiting to get a (laughs) ticket to the show. They're crazy.
0: They're already waiting, even though the tickets aren't on sale yet. Line yes. up in the queue. Line up in the Seriously. queue. All right. So, there's a lot to get into this. Of course, I want to get people's reactions. So, let's get to it. Let's pull up and see what people are saying. uh Thank you so much to Sheldon Jackson for gifting five DWO memberships. We got Grapple Geekery here who says, Did you see the Boston on the big business graphic? Amen. Yes, we did. Crazy 101 says, Do we think that we get Mercedes and Okada at big business? I'm going to say no. No. Because you don't need to uh, blow your entire load in one night. <laughs> that sounds a Whoa,
1: Whoa! Hold on a Isn't minute. That yes, same? that is, is that
0: the same. You want to blow your load, That's right? You don't want to, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you do. I don't know what the goal of the night is.
1: <laughs> Depending on how the night is and where you're going and what the situation is, constitutionally, uh, look, you don't want to. Uh, you don't want to upstage either one of these people. Both of these people deserve their own. At the end of the show, we're just talking about that person, and this has to be separate. So if uh, Okada's coming in, you have to debut him on one night. Mercedes is coming in, debut her on that night.
0: I agree. Yeah, there's uh, no—I wouldn't say it would be smart for them to do it on the same night because it's like, why do that when you can go and promote a whole other show? Exactly. We got Matt Logan, who says, what a show, the beatdown at the end. Great match at the beginning of the show between Swerve, Hangman, announcement of Boston, my hometown, AEW, big business, announcement of Boston for AEW, big business. That's Matt Mm -hmm. Logan. Thank you so much for the super chat. I can only imagine that everybody in Boston is like, yes, that's what we wanted, and that's what they're getting. So it's going to be a very, very uh, cool moment. Are you going to go to the show, Reg?
1: When is that? No, that's too soon, like, to be able to get to i would love to i mean you know miracle i don't know you never know i don't know i'm not even gonna say i'm not gonna go you never know what could happen in these days in this world
0: roberto arsenal says hangman and swerve get insane have insane chemistry and tony sniffing diana last week tony said in new orleans she got beads but not for her neck what did i miss when miss? did she say that she had beads but not on her neck did she say that tonight
1: no, she had a promo. I think it was on Collision. Ah, uh, okay, or after I missed show. it. On collision, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, that that picture that you posted of Tony sniffing her neck, I'm like, yo, what's uh? I see what you be doing, Denise, with your little photos.
0: What are you talking about?
1: What do you mean? What am I talking about? You posted a picture she of Tony sniffed
0: the woman.
1: Out of context, you don't know what that is.
0: I put. I thought she was sniffing her She was sniffing her, And also,
1: that doesn't make it even any better Like, oh, she was sniffing her, that makes it okay No, Denise, you know I'm saying? Okay, so was she
0: sniffing her or not sniffing her?
1: Yes, confirmed she was sniffing her
0: Okay, then, so what was wrong with my post?
1: Because you know how these freaks are, Denise They're going (laughs) to scroll past and see a woman sniffing another woman They're like, what kind of wrestling is this? I need to tune in
0: Okay, so what you're saying is I'm helping AEW Dynamite get some eyeballs Get bigger ratings then I mean, if you're on the payroll, just say so. Put on the payroll by posting. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know, I can't, I'm going to stand up for the freaks, Reg. Stop shaming the freaks, all right? If they want to tune in to see women sniffing other women, that is their prerogative. <laughs> it's a competition, okay? AEW versus WWE. Now, if WWE isn't having some women sniffing each other, AEW's got to do it. <laughs> what happened here i'm just defending my tweet okay (laughs) alexander Fitzgerald says love the draw they did with hangman versus swerve keeps the feud going i'm calling it hangman or swerve wins the title a double or nothing then hangman versus swerve and all in for the title we will get to that in just a second that's going to take up a big portion of the show for sure uh we got ryan lambert who says all this for tna wrestler ed edwards Ha, ha.
1: (laughs) Because he's from Boston. Pretty good.
0: Delayed grad says we're doing the big business in Boston. Bank on it. We got doppelganger399 who says missed all of those clues. Ah, doppelganger, you got to practice with some eye spy or where's Waldo? No,
1: Denise, you broke down some stuff I didn't even see too. So doppelganger, don't be upset because I didn't see some of these things. Denise is in here like a detective. Like, look right here in this little corner, this little piece. I'm like, yo, how did your eyes even get there?
0: Everybody was pointing it out and you got glasses. (laughs) I'm not even wearing mine. I haven't worn mine in like a month. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) 90 <laughs> K says dynamite was incredible tonight. Phoenix deserves um a paper. Oh, Phoenix deserves a pay-per-view, maybe full gear. The next couple yeah. of months for AEW are huge. They need that new TV deal. ASAP. It's funny how there's still so many places that they haven't done these pay-per-views that that you kind of forget. Like I honestly kind of forgot about Phoenix not getting a pay-per-view until like literally right now.
1: Yeah, I think that the crowd tonight was super hot, and I, I agree with that. The good thing is like, we've been hearing these rumors and news about AEW potentially going to more pay-per-views. So I assume that a Phoenix would be in there eventually.
0: Travis Lindsay says, Monet versus Soraya versus Baker, Willow, Athena, Camille. Who do we got? Who are some like must see for you?
1: Uh, for me, top, Against Mercedes. Of, yeah, top of the class. Athena is definitely super high up there. Um, Tony Storm is very, very high up there. Queen, I'm a not, I, I don't get me started, Denise. I'm going to have a conniption out here, but yeah, Sheeta? I think that she oh man, Sheeta probably needs to be the first viewed. I think maybe Denise. Chris just Statlander. Chris Statlander oh, almost ripped my pants off. This is going to be Jamie so amazing Hader when she returns. But, yeah, I think Sheeta needs to be number one off the gate, Denise, just because of what she represents uh with the d- division. I think she's the MVP. Like if anybody has earned kind of that position, I think it's Sheeta.
0: Yeah, don't do Mercedes Monet like they did with Adam when he came in and his first opponent was Luchasaurus. Nah, sorry, meant, sorry, I mean, Luchasaurus. You be throwing Luchasaurus under I the bus all the time. Too. I know, but is... am I not right though? Nobody was expecting that to be Adam Copeland's first match. I
1: mean, you know, it is what it is. It
0: ended is. up being a great match. Don't get me wrong; I ended up loving the match, but nobody was expecting that. No.
1: How would you have started it?
0: With what, Mercedes?
1: No, with Edge. Oh, with Edge. Let's see.
0: I don't know, but it wouldn't have been all that shit.
1: Gonna,
0: I got to think some more, Reg. Give me a second. Let me look at the roster. <laughs> got to put my Booker's hat on. <laughs> John Deller says, does Mercedes and Deanna have history? Um, hmm, I don't know, actually.
1: Yeah, I, I, this would have to be like pre-2015. Well, when Deanna stuff.
0: was in WWE, I don't know if they ever had, they never had like any on-screen History, but I don't know if they had any like behind the scenes history.
1: Yeah, I don't know either.
0: All right, well, we'll find out pretty soon. We got DUC Rhodes who says, Is Britt gonna be a pro? Is this the question that I think it is? Yep, okay.
1: Um, I hope so. <laughs> That's all <I'm> gonna say. <laughs> Signs point to no, but I really hope so.
0: <laughs> okay. Look, my thoughts on this is, okay, before Mercedes Monet comes into AEW, who would just say is the biggest female star in AEW right now? Tony Storm at the moment. Okay, and before Tony Storm, would you say it was Brit? Because it, it felt like it was Brit for a good amount of time.
1: I think it might have been Jamie Hayter before. And then before
0: that, that. it was Britt, though. It
1: was Britt, though. Britt has had her time, for sure. Like,
0: Britt Baker's always been one of the top women in AEW. And at one point, she was the top woman in AEW. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm getting at here is, yeah, you have somebody who's coming into your territory now and is going to be the bigger star, point blank. Now, we haven't seen much of Britt Baker. When she does come back, I'm sure she's going to get a phenomenal pop, and that's going to be really cool to see. But when it comes to this, you have two options, I guess. Clearly, there's going to have to be some, like, I think it's just normal to have maybe some competitiveness there. Of course. You know? everybody always talks about it, like career jealousy and things like that. And that's probably going to happen. That's normal. That happens to people. Yeah. My thing is, though, is that personally, I wouldn't want to mess with somebody like Mercedes. Because I already know that she's a bigger name, and a bigger draw. And the last thing I want to do is piss off someone like that.
1: Yeah, and if it's, like, me versus that, like, you're not going to win that. No. Day. Like, what they're they're announcing the show, like, no. You're going to want to just, like, hop on for the ride is what I'm saying for everybody. Like, you could be upset. they're going to be jealousy. There's going to be all the things because, again, this is pro wrestling. But you need to just be happy that there's somebody coming along to help this division because it needs a lot of help. We've improved a lot of places, but it still needs to be bigger than it is because there's so many talented people. And this is going to bring it into higher heights that – uh before you couldn't even get to
0: so we'll see I mean it would suck if we hear stories like this but I guess we'll see how they end up getting along Alexander Fitzgerald says I wonder with Becky's contract coming up and AEW stacking the women's division could she consider going to AEW 2024 is a wild year in pro wrestling um obviously we can't speak to bet for Becky given that she we're not Becky Lynch but Becky has been given a lot of really great opportunities in WWE. I mean, she's about to come out with a book next month. Uh, She's probably going to be main eventing WrestleMania 40 against Rhea Ripley from the looks of it. And she's kind of seen it, been there, done it. I don't know if she would leave WWE this year, but if she did, I don't think I would be surprised. I would be surprised, but maybe not too surprised because Becky Lynch seems like the kind of person who's always trying to think of new ways to make herself like even bigger. You get what I'm saying? And I think it would be shocking if she did go to AEW right now. It doesn't feel like there's a reason for her to leave WWE though. I think she's getting a lot of opportunities there.
1: I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't know, maybe WWE is going to throw her a big bag. But then I was like, oh, yeah, then there's all this other stuff. Maybe she's like, I'm hopping off of this burning ship. You know, Denise, there is like. Right.
0: And yeah, like, Everything course.
1: is out the window at this point. Like I don't know. There's no, to me, there's no loyalty. There's nothing. At this point, with all this crazy news coming out, I wouldn't be surprised if every, not everybody, but a lot of people are like, dude, I'm out of here. This is crazy. So I'm just saying like nothing is off the table at this point in in life and if becky went to AEW, wouldn't be surprised at all and if she took her husband also wouldn't be surprised at
0: all. <laughs> i like how you said and if she took her husband <laughs> <laughs> like Late yes night. come here put him in the bag and let's go
1: <laughs> her husband seth rollins you know the world champion
0: <laughs> grapple geekery says denise don't keep doesn't kink shame That's no true. no i don't
1: okay you know respect respect <laughs>
0: Actually, I really do though. Yeah, Luke you Thornton do <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Thornton says Monet versus hater would be the great women's match in AEW ever. Saying, it would be crazy, right? It would yeah, definitely be crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we got a couple more super chats. Let me get to these. We got Christopher Marino who says, so how does Mercedes debut? Does she open the show like punk or after the women's match to set up first opponent?
1: Good question.
0: Um, I liked the way they had CM Punk just come out, but you don't want to do everything exactly the same. So you might want to switch it up, maybe have her close out the show.
1: But I don't know. Like, I think the point of doing the CM Punk thing is, was you're going to start the show and people are just like, we want this. We don't want, don't show us anything else. You know, while we're here. So like, don't show me anything else. Bring Mercedes out. As soon <laughs> as y'all say the show started, like, you know what I mean? Like, what's the point of waiting? We all know that we're here started 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 but but i mean it's a little bit different because that was rampage they handled it a little different this is dynamite i don't know if they're like wait to the end of the show type deal like wwe likes to do so i don't know
0: yeah i have no idea how they're going to actually format the show for that but do you think she's bringing ice cream no (laughs) i know it's a joke
1: no, no, I get it. I got it.
0: <laughs> uh, we got Rick Cunn who says, long-time Grapsody listener checking this pot out for the first time. Great dynamite tonight. Just wanted to show some love to Reg and Denise. Thank you so much, man. Thanks, I mean, I was, to, I was about to say, I called you City. <laughs> I was going to say, Reg, you're just like Mercedes. You're bringing in the viewers.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Give it up to me and Mercedes. Catch me May, no, March 13th at the Red. I don't know. Let's just move on. <laughs>
0: We got Travis Lindsay who says, to Regis' point, why would Okada go to WWE now? All right, well, let's talk about that. Uh, of course, you know, we can't get into, like, everything that's going down because there's so freaking yeah, much. But right. when it comes to, okay, if you're Okada and you're seeing the current situation right now and that current situation being Vince McMahon, uh, the lawsuit and the mess of things that's going down there. Now, of course, Vince McMahon is out of tko he's out of wwe but based on um uh janelle grant's lawyer uh and it looks like there are going to be more victims more stories coming out just based on some of the quotes that she has mentioned over in different interviews and whatnot so with that being said we can kind of expect for this, like, this is not over. This is no. not over right now. Of course, Vince is not there with the company, but it is not over. And then on top of that, you have um, that tweet, by the way, that Ronda Rousey posted right before the Royal Rumble, where she had said that, you know, as, basically as long as Bruce Pritchard is there, Vince yeah. McMahon has a hand in things. All right. Mm-hmm. So considering all of this and kind of seeing um, some of these fires that are going on right now on the WWE side of things, if you're Okada... Does that deter you or are you more trusting in this new regime with Endeavor and Mark Shapiro and Ari Emanuel who um, are looking to try to take out some of these fires? What do you think?
1: No, Okada's not going there. That's it. There's no way. He wasn't going there before all this shit, and he ain't going there after. You know what I mean? Like, there's—I've never been on. Edge kind of going to WWE. Train, I know people got on that, but like beyond all this stuff, he wasn't going to go there. But with this stuff, he's really not going to go there. So, well, uh, I can't wait till the day he debuts over in over here.
0: See, I always just expected him in AEW because he just—we've said this before—he just fits there a lot it's, more.
1: Yeah. Like, why would he? You kind of have like a built-in path in AEW, like. All your friends are here. You got these old relationships that you could rekindle and start new feuds. I'm making it sound like a Nicholas Sparks novel, but whatever. You got all these other relationships over here that you could form, and you got to go here as the new kid on the block in WWE and start from scratch. Doesn't make a lot of sense, you know?
0: Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. But, like, I think there's still that curiosity, right? Like, there's the curiosity. You know what? Actually, never mind. You want to know what also kind of undid this? Ivan Okada, you know what I'm looking at? What they did to Cody.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, that, exactly. I'm yeah. looking
0: at that because, okay, the Vince stuff is behind the scenes. It's um, more so on the business and the corporate side of things, right? Okana on the creative side as a pro wrestler and as a talent, okay, you're going to look at how they're handling their stories, how they're handling yeah. their stars, how they're handling all of that. And you're seeing this guy who went from AEW I was an EVP in AEW, went to WWE And had this big moment, had at WrestleMania, uh, was built up very nicely, came with his entire presentation, was made to seem like a big deal, was given a documentary, main evented WrestleMania, and all of everything that he did, but it didn't matter at the end of it when The Rock came in. So with that being said, you're looking at that, and if I'm I'm going, ooh, probably not.
1: I don't know. Denise. If they could do that to the biggest star in the company, I'm thinking, what are you going to do to me? If you could do that to Cody, you could promise me anything and take it away at any day. That's not a good sign at all. And that, again, would be another nail in the coffin of like, I can't even trust that the storylines or the things that they give me are actually going to come to fruition. So why would I do that?
0: right and I think that is but like that that was honestly part of what I was thinking about in terms of the whole Cody situation where I was thinking about like when Cody first went into went to WWE he jumped ship I'm thinking like oh a bunch of people are gonna follow and they're gonna start jumping ship especially seeing the treatment that Cody has gotten right and but now recently with some of the stuff that has gone down with him I'm looking at that and I'm going maybe you know what maybe I'm not jumping that fast maybe not
1: It's crazy how that goodwill has changed so quickly, Denise, because if we were to talk about this three weeks ago, we would have been like Ricky Starks and Jade and MJF. What if all these people go over there because of the foundation that Cody's laying out? Now it's like now they're probably all scared as hell. Like if I go over there, am I going to be treated like this? Am I going to get this position? And again, Cody's a top guy like he's number one. What are they going to do with me? A not so top guy
0: exactly we got metalhead for life who says denise world order forever thank you so much man and we got juan ortega here who says reg have you become a bigger fan of hoochie cheryl cheryl crazy trios match also if it was me i'd love to see mercedes monet first feud with emi sakura
1: hoochie <laughs> cheryl you know who hoochie cheryl is i name? have
0: no idea who hoochie cheryl is
1: remember last week when we couldn't pronounce the homie's name and she said oh yeah, it just said oh, on Wait, uh, are you
0: saying Hoochie Cheryl?
1: <laughs> <laughs> on Gra- Alex Queen of the Ring was on Grassity and like, yeah, we got it confused on Hoochie Cheryl.
0: I was like, who's Hoochie Cheryl? Is she a wrestler that I don't know of? Well, I was like, is she a, like a backyard wrestler? <laughs> and then I thought maybe it's like what? maybe it's like something that I don't know about. Like, I was honestly thinking that it was like some like stripper. wrestling promotion that I hadn't known about that was somewhere in the dark web that everybody on Reddit's talking about (laughs) literally when I read Hoochie Cheryl that is literally everything that I thought about like oh she's some popular backyard wrestler on Reddit (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's the best oh thank you so much Juan what a great way but yes I'm a big huge fan after that collision match which was insane with Brian Danielson and after the stuff that we'll talk about here in the uh on the match today, yes. huge fan. Like he this guy made Brian Danielson look like an amateur. Like Brian Danielson has never been frustrated in a match where he's like, I can't figure this guy out. And two times he's been frustrated, like, leave me alone. Brian Danielson never tells wrestlers to leave him alone. And he was like, get away from me.
0: <laughs> we got Matt Logan here who says, Reg, come to Boston. I mean, I'd like to. All right. Well, you know, you're going to go any if Hoochie Cheryl is there. <laughs> Hoochie Cheryl is the real, real draw here.
1: Hoochie Cheryl is the real draw from up the block.
0: <laughs> oh man. All right. We got to get into some other awesome items from, uh, AEW Dynamite and some big news. So far we've only touched on one thing. The wow. other big, big news on this show today is that we got brand new a w tag team champions and that my friends is sting and darby allen after they defeated big bill and ricky stark some crazy moments in this match including sting doing a freaking leap off of the freaking i don't even know what you call that what do you call that that platform. The hallway turns away
1: some way yeah yeah
0: where the people are at he jumps <laughs> off of that uh we see freaking darby allen just like smash big bill into a freaking table uh there was so many other shenanigans that went down during this match they celebrate and after their celebration it lasts very briefly uh the young bucks come in and not only do they attack sting and darby but they also attack Sting's sons, who were there in the ring celebrating with him. So let's get into this. What did you think of the match? What did you think of the victory and the post-match attack? Uh,
1: I thought the match was perfect, Denise. Uh, Sting and Darby Allen in these tornado tags—great way to do it because the best Sting matches in AEW have been these chaotic brawls that go kind of all around the arena, and this was another perfect example. Him diving off of that thing, and Sting is so heavy, Denise. That's what people forget. Like he's a big dude like he's not like like he's been in matches and situations with such huge wrestlers and personalities but he's a big big dude so him flying off there you could just see his weight just like barreling down and good on big bill and ricky starks to protect him because that was very scary stuff um a lot of just wild elements in this like you said darby allen crashing big bill to the table with the Fez press or I don't know that's a weird table spot that I've never seen before, but very cool way to execute it. Um, they won the belts. We debated on if they were, how this was going to all go down. Not a surprise to me. I kind of thought that this was the way that it was going to go down really cool way and bringing in the young, bucks. sorry, the EVPs, all white suits. They busted open Darby. They busted open Sting's kids. Disrespectful. All of this is great, great, great stuff. Kind of stepping on Sting's moment um, feels like a bigger thing because I was like, damn, it's crazy that they're doing this to Sting. This is his big moment. But the real big moment is going to be at Revolution. So this is a great way to have like a... Uh, so they don't interrupt the moment at Revolution. They've already kind of got it out of the way. I thought it was a really good way to, to end the show. Them coming back in all white. Sting looked awesome. Got to have an angle with his kids, which I'm sure was super fun for him. Darby mm-hmm. Allen was great. I thought this was a really good show. Good way to end the show.
0: So here's my question then. You said the real big moment is obviously going to be at Revolution. So mm-hmm. Revolution, do they retain? Do they not retain?
1: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. As I was saying that, and as you were recapping it back to him, like, well, how does he have the big moment if they already have the big moment here? I'm you can have like-
0: the big moment Oh, well, how- you go Fred.
1: I'm like, oh, because we kind of talked about it here on the show before. Maybe they retire as Sting retires as the champ. They get new tag belts or something, kind of start a new thing, a new revolution. Or I don't know. Like, what what, what kind of is your idea with that?
0: So, okay, so we mentioned kind of like the moments that they can have here. The big one is you mentioned him retiring with the belts, which I would love that. I would love that because he's still undefeated in AEW. And do you really want to have his final match be that loss in AEW? Mm,
1: to the young bucks, it's cool for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, but you, I don't care. You, you, <laughs> no, you don't care. I don't, Why don't you care? No, I don't care. I don't want to care. I want to see Sting. Accolade. I want to see Sting and Darby. Well, Sting technically be retire as champion. I think it's cool, okay. and it's not something we see very often.
1: Right, I, and I think like um kind of where they want to go post that show. It'll kind of be a good thing if they retire those belts, get new belts. We start a new and then we start fresh with all these tag teams. It could work.
0: See, that's what I'm saying. They can start fresh with some new belts. I love that. Now, here's the thing, though. Um, Or if they don't, if they lose, you're still going to have the nice little moment because afterwards, if, like, if the young Bucks At do the defeat end, them yeah. and right. then they leave and they're all happy and celebrating and they leave in the ring, you're going to have the last moment where Sting gets a standing ovation. So that's right. really what we're going to see play out either one of those two options.
1: Because historically in the wrestling business, you kind of go out with the loss, like, you know, the, the, the biggest kind of retirement matches of all time, we had the guy go out. So it wouldn't be a big surprise if the young bucks do beat them. And then, like you said, at the end, they're still good. They still have the confetti, still have his family come in, still have all the elements there to kind of send him off.
0: Exactly. So I don't know. I think for me, I would prefer to see him retire with the title. I think it would be pretty damn cool, but I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do here. Um, I'm happy, though, that they're going into Revolution as champions because I don't think anyone was really expecting that up until the moment where they actually announced the uh, actual tag team championship match.
1: Right, right. I think that I was nervous. I'm like, could they potentially lose this match against Big Bill and Ricky Starks? But I'm like, there's no way they're going to beat Sting before that match. That just wouldn't have made any sense at all. So, yeah, I thought it was really good execution. But also, I could have seen, we talked about it before, I could have seen the Young Bucks also going in there and then them beating sting and darby beating them at the pay-per-view but i think this way is going to work out better
0: hell yeah all right we got a couple of super chats let's see what people are saying um this one's from Stephen marchuli who says thoughts on biggest match for mercedes monet in aew um you know, I want to say, you know, we we're just talking about Britt Baker mm-hmm. and I want to say Britt, but they need to kind of get Britt back up to that level where she was at before and Britt and Mercedes could be a massive match again because Britt was, uh, you know, such that it was the top female in AEW for a while.
1: Yeah, I think that's a potential to be one, but I think right now it's probably the Tony Storm one that they could get to. But there's so many great matches. Like Diona's here, she's fresh and new. That's gonna be awesome. Thunder Rosa we haven't talked about. Like, imagine like the heat that they're gonna put together. It's really a wide open space of what they Yeah. Can.
0: Exactly. They could do the rematch with her and Willow.
1: I want it so bad, please. Like that if that was the first match, I'd be all in, you know?
0: Sheldon Jackson says, I kind of feel like you've got to tie in hangman page into the Bucks thing because tonight it seems like he turned heel and I believe he'll be involved in this Bucks story. So let's tie all of that in because Sheldon uh, actually made a really good point here. So all right. the young Bucks come in here looking like the Baxter boys doing fucking deathmatch wrestling. <laughs> okay, looking like they're doing the Millennium cover. Right. Shout out to the BSB fans out there. Um. Don't tell me, Reg, you're more in sync. Come on. You know what time it is. Yeah, of course. Wait, what now? You prefer in over the Backstreet Boys?
1: Yeah, in sync did like gone. Come on. The Backstreet Boys ain't got nothing like gone. What Reg, they got like gone, Denise? Reg, I'm
0: disappointed. What do you mean? Quit playing games with my heart. Tearing drowning, up my heart. The call larger than life. Girlfriend. Everybody's back. My brown bye, bye. eyes. Uh, there's so many freaking songs. <laughs> okay? It's the Backstreet Boys number 1. All right? It
1: destroys the Backstreet Boys. Come on,
0: Denise. Not even. Not even no a competition.
1: Way. Why did why is Justin Timberlake like the Boys- only big star and the Backstreet Boys ain't have one single guy that went off to have a great career.
0: So that says it right there. All right, first and foremost, okay, the Backstreet Boys had the better songs the better music videos, the better concert, and the better looking men.
1: I mean, you know, you can have that one. But a lot of that is debatable and where you are in life. But NSYNC
0: drags the Backstreet Boys. No way. Justin Timberlake went on to have a career. Sure, whatever. But now it's pretty much dead. No one even cares about Justin anymore. Wow. I don't care about Justin. Whoa.
1: I said it beef and beef and team britney though but it's like you know i it, it, if it's in sync and backstreet boys i gotta go in sync
0: oh man the chat i want to hear what the chat have to say here because uh oh see there's there's people here that see everybody here is arguing <laughs> everybody here is arguing. a lot of in
1: sync there ain't no arguing
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's go ahead and uh get into what shelton jackson had to say about hangman page and so yes We ended up getting part three of Swerve Strickland versus Hangman Adam Page. All right, the winner of this match is supposed to go on to face Samoa Joe. But what we ended up getting here was a pretty damn phenomenal match here that had the crowd like eating out of the palm of their hands, man. Um, this ended in a time limit draw Swerve looked like he was about to get the victory. Unfortunately, time wasn't on his side. And before he can get the three count, the bell rings. He asked for five more minutes and hangman page was not about that life. Oh boy. So we're going to be getting instead a triple threat match, which is what we've discussed in the past. This triple threat match swerve hangman page Samoa Joe. It's happening at revolution. What did you think of the match? And how they got here, and seeing Hangman Page cower and not want to uh, extend those five minutes.
1: The match, Denise. Oh my God! If you guys like wrestling, here's a good wrestling match for you. I talked many times with you, Denise. How are they gonna top that last man standing match at the show? There was every we were we sat next to each other in horror watching that match. Like, how are they gonna do something potentially? to top that because that's usually like a feud ending type match and you don't like run it back after that they have managed to do it though denise just having a straightforward kind of badass match where two of the best wrestlers in the world are trying to outdo each other at every angle hangman page is trying to snap uh swerve's ankle um he's putting him in very uncomfortable positions the crowd is all for swerve it's it's probably like 70 30 with with the fans going towards towards swerve they want him so much to be the guy the moments and spots in this match the dead eye through the table was ridiculous um the uh the fosbury flop that swerve did to the outside insane these guys chemistry is they talk about it so much of like two people kind of they used to call it back in the days wrestlers would get married because they'd be together so often kind of traveling the roads doing these matches these guys need to get married and we need to just (laughs) see these matches for the rest of time because their chemistry is so strong they're three for three with these matches this match was insane i didn't know how coming into this match Denise, everybody was saying it's probably going to be a time limit draw so kind of knowing what the outcome was going to be. It's like, I don't want that. But they still happened to get me. The finish of it was great. I thought all of it was very strong. And this triple threat match, I think, makes it even more intriguing because I thought Swerve is 100% going to be the AEW world champion at Revolution. Like, I thought that that was the thing. One-on-one versus Samojo, he's going to beat him. But this being a triple threat match, There's another chance that somebody else is going to get pinned. And like I said last week, I don't know if Samoa Joe's time is up, Denise. I don't know if this is the time. Revolution's in a couple weeks, Denise, and I still want more Samoa Joe as world champ.
0: I feel you on that one. I know we kind of got into it last week about that, but I kind of, I did like the scenario that you painted last week in terms of having Samoa Joe, uh, you know, retain And continue on from there because they can do so much there right like they can tell so many freaking different stories they can have hangman and swerve obviously not being able to get their hands off of each other and that ends up screwing them in the end they can do something like that um because i don't think we've gotten enough you're right samoa joe what matches have we seen in him defending the title hook Hook. (laughs) that was great don't get me wrong but that's it
1: Right. Yeah. Like, I'm like, we could have so much more. They need to tell so many more stories with Samoa Joe. It seemed like they were going to go full speed ahead when he was doing the challenge with Hook. I thought he's going to come out the next week and be like another person and another person. But they haven't really told that story. Like, didn't it feel like he was going to be like this challenging champion? It doesn't make sense as the heel champ, but it kind of like that's what they laid out. And it hasn't been that way. Like, we haven't really seen as much Samoa Joe as I think we should have leading up to Revolution. We got a couple more weeks of TV, a couple more things to do, but I just want a little bit more, I think, leading into what this is a crazy time we're about to have in AEW.
0: Yeah, do you remember he cut that promo? I think it was after the hook match where he had said that he was like, there is going to be all of these new rules or whatever. New for people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of that. And so I was under the assumption based on that, that there was going to be all of this stuff to, ha- that was going to happen in order to face him. But I think he was just talking about some, uh, he was specifically probably referring to swerve and hangman page.
1: Yeah, exactly. Kind of looking back at it, that's the story that he was telling. It was like, I have all these challenges, but really it's just these two challenges that you're with. And yeah, on the last thing, on the Hangman thing, I think this does tell a good story with the, the EVPs. Because like in story mode, it could be like Hangman's watching them kind of into what they should be and who they should always be. And he's probably on the side thinking, I'm going to get some of this love too. My guys are the EVPs. I'm about to use some of my power too. So going heel and joining them might be the best way. And if you keep getting screwed by the man, going to get help from your boys is probably the best idea.
0: That's true. And he's also got the mustache as well. The stash, Yeah, he got the stash. You just got to get him a Backstreet
1: Boys seat too. Denise and he's right in.
0: He would definitely fit in. He has the, actually. They all kind of have the boy band look.
1: They do. That's yeah, kind especially of thing.
0: Hangman. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. Hangman. He's got the the. He just needs to come out with his little cur- like spice up. Put a little curl conditioner in there. Make the curls pop out a little bit more and be like, mm. <laughs> and be <laughs> little like- heart. <laughs> oh man! If I love me anything, it's boy bands for yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. All right. So, dang people though were. I think the moment where in this match where you thought that Swerve was going to defeat Hangman really had people kind of like jumping out of their seats because I don't think a lot, I don't think anybody was expecting Swerve to defeat him for a third time.
1: Yeah, uh, shout out to, we talked about a little earlier in this podcast, shout out to the Phoenix crowd, though. They were on fire in every false finish. They were all the way in. And there was a contingent of fans that kind of expected this to be a draw and set up a triple threat match. But there was a lot of fans that just straight up wanted Swerve to win. And it was very, it was shown a lot here in this match. And it just reassures what we've been saying, Denisa. People want him to be the main event. They want him to be the top guy. They want him to win the AEW World Championship. So it's still up in the air. He still could potentially win the, the title at uh, Revolution, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. With Sting now, I'm like, oh, Sting already won the belt. You can maybe get that win off. So I don't know where we land at this point.
0: Also, I want to point out that my favorite parts of this match was actually when Swerve hit the bookshot lariat.
1: Oh, yeah. I was like, oh shit.
0: He hit the buckshot. And then of course the table spot where he did the dead eye onto the table. I want to bring that up one more time because the execution of that was really good because it's like, you have to go like lateral. Mm-hmm. Like they were on the ring apron and then they had to move to the side to actually get onto the table. And then the table actually broke given the way that they got to the table. I was afraid that the table wasn't actually going to break.
1: Yeah. It's a, First of all, very dangerous spot, Denise. Holding a full-grown, heavyweight wrestling man on your back while you're walking on that little bit of apron It's like, there's so many things that this could be dangerous and, and not happen. And like you said, hitting that table at that angle potentially could not have went that well, but it actually ended up looking really sick. Hangman took like a really nice bump. Great sell by Swerve. I thought that all of this was really good. And also kudos and respect to the Phoenix crowd because they didn't chat we want tables at all. They just got the tables and they appreciated them. <laughs> so shout out to Phoenix for not being bloodthirsty losers and chanting we want tables off rip and just appreciating them when you get them.
0: Oh man. All right. Let's see what else we got here. We got Delane Gratz and says, What did you think about the Jericho Takeshda match? The crowd was actually solidly behind Jericho. He put Takeshta over, but this does but does this matter? So let's talk about that. We got Takeshta versus Chris Jericho. Um, you know, it's funny, but like, yeah, I do think that the fans have been pretty some like interested in the Jericho matches. Uh, what yeah. was the match that we were talking about last week? It was him and was it Kyle Fletcher?
1: yeah him and Kyle Fletcher yeah him
0: and Kyle Fletcher I felt like the crowd really got into that one as well so I remember thinking that during that match um with this one here for the finish we saw Don Kellis hit Jericho with like a screwdriver so this allowed uh Kenosuke Takeshita to get the uh, walls of Jericho on Jericho and at one point I'm thinking Jericho's actually going to get out but instead he centers him more in the middle of the ring and Chris Jericho taps immediately to the walls of Jericho I loved the finish of this match with the moment specifically being, uh, I didn't necessarily think you needed the Don Callis aspect of it with him using mm. the screwdriver. I didn't think no. you needed that because Takeshita has defeated Kenny Omega before. I feel like he can definitely defeat Chris Jericho cleanly. Right, exactly. But I did love the fact that he beat him with his own move and that Jericho tapped out so fast the second that he was in the center of the ring because that sounds obviously his own move, um, as being, you know, uh, painful and whatnot. So I was a fan of what they did here for the finish of this matchup here. And then for the rest of it, it was fine.
1: Yeah. I thought it was a, a, a strong showing for Takeshita. It's kind of unfortunate because if this match had happened two months ago, it probably would have hit a lot harder due to like the Christian Jericho stuff, but I thought they worked really hard. I thought that, uh, um, Takeshita looks strong. He hit all the spots. He always has that kind of fighting spirit, as cliche as it is, that brings his matches to another level. Uh, At one point, the big homie ran down, Sammy Guevara, I thought hit him with an unprotected chair shot. So I did text somebody and yell at them really loud to put their hands up and not get hit with a chair shot. But he did say that it wasn't as dangerous as I saw. So shout out to that guy for doing that. Uh, Very fun stuff kind of in the middle of this match. And I'm excited to see that Sammy and Powerhouse Hobbs match. I think that's going to be cool. I think this was a good win for Takeshita, though, Denise. A couple of months ago, remember when they had the match in DDT and Jericho beat him and people were like, this is the worst decision I've ever seen. I don't know why they did this, blah, blah, blah. But for him to give the win back on this big stage of Dynamite that people are going to remember way more than the Japanese match, I think it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, exactly. But they should have not had Don Callis um, with the freaking screwdriver. Come on it. now.
1: Yeah, no. It was uh they're kind of play into the the role he's been playing for a while doing that. Yeah. But it kind of yeah, I think they could have did it without it.
0: But Takeshita man, Takeshita's on the rise. They just need to not like. I don't like when someone is on the rise and then all of a sudden you just don't see them on TV. And if you see them on TV, they're a background character. Yeah. Like, let's not forget about the rise that Takeshita was on. Uh, the last couple, the tail end of twenty twenty three.
1: Yeah, it's pretty unfortunate because, like you said, and like everyone says, and we continue to say, he beat Kenny Omega on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like, that's I say has
0: he. Has he even had, like, any... Why don't I remember any of his January matches? Did he have any on Dynamite? Um, Or was this the first one? I think this might have
1: been the first one. The chat will probably know better than we will, because I can't remember off the dome.
0: Well, anyways, it must have not been great if we can't remember it.
1: Right, yeah, really unfortunate, uh, considering... The great matches, like if you look at the resume of matches that he had last year and you just kind of put them in the vacuum, you're like, yo, this guy hit every single, oh, the Derby match. That was but that was this year? That was a five-star match to me. What so,
0: day was that? January that was this
1: 3rd. year. Yeah, January 3rd.
0: I must have thought it was in December.
1: That match was awesome, though. That was one of the best matches of January. So he did have that.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. All right. And then since then, we haven't seen anything. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's where we're at with that. Patrick Moore says, can y'all riff on how would you describe Swerve's character? I love him, but not sure why, says Patrick Moore. Thank you so much for the generous super chat, by the way, it's very cool of you. Uh, I think the reason why people like Swerve is you're always entertained with his matches. That's the first thing, point blank. All of them are different, whether he's in there with Darby, Orange Cassidy, or um, freaking Hangman Page. I think that's part of the reason, but I also think it's just like the trying new stuff, and I think mm-hmm. you can sense that he's trying to make a mark and leave a mark in each and every single one of his matches, and the fans see that. The fans see that, and the fans respect that.
1: Agreed, Denise. It, it, like, he looks different than everybody. He wrestles different than everybody. He makes sure that when you leave a show, you remember that it's Swerve. Yes, one very important aspect is, like, beyond everything, beyond the shenanigans, beyond the promos, beyond it, when the bell rings, this guy is world-class, one of the best in the world. I put him in my top five. Like, he can work like no other. He should, like, all the matches he's gotten recently, Danielson, this hangman stuff, like, this is all well-earned. Like, he's set up to have a giant match with Will Ospreay, like, later this year. Like, it's, that's a thing. Like, in-ring, it could, he's just phenomenal. But I think what draws him to a lot of people is kind of how he's described he watches a lot of movies he he gets his character work from movie villains and and kind of the the villains that you love to hate or that you just love to love and you kind of get that presence from him off screen and I think it translates for a lot of people he just seems cool and then also you factor in Nana who has just helped kind of send him up so high like it's like, Swerve was a really good character, and the Nana made it all great. It's just like everything together, I think, is what makes it.
0: I hope that helps, Patrick. We got Yes Boy here who says, wrestling lingo is wild. My bro asked me, what do you mean he's trying to bust him open the hard way? <laughs> Have y'all ever had to explain wrestling to friends or family? Well, you know, I, I multiple <laughs> times, multiple times. I remember one time, um, me and my husband double dated with my... uh cousin and her boyfriend at the time, Mm -hmm. and I don't even remember how the conversation came up, okay? But they were blown away, and I mean blown away. You will not believe it. I want to see the chat's reaction to this. (laughs) They were blown away when they found out that Japanese wrestling was a thing. What do you mean? Why? They had no idea it existed. Mm. They were wrestling fans.
1: Yeah. They had I no
0: idea. Like, why would they know? Like if they're out here watching they're not wrestling fans. They're here in the US. They why thought it they was know?
1: they thought only American wrestling existed?
0: Yes. Yes, exactly that. And even like when it comes M-W-W-E. to AEW, I know this is an AEW podcast, and probably people are not gonna want to hear this, but every time I say oh wrestling, wrestling, everyone says, Oh, like the WWF or the WWE. And then when I explain like AEW, I have to do a whole ass explanation. Like I can't just say AEW and people know what I'm talking about. People I'm tired gonna-
1: of explaining to these women what it is every time. Oh, look the W you still watch that? Yes, I do, lady. <laughs> Uh, do,
0: you know, do I ever tell a story? You know, I took a boyfriend one time to an indie wrestling show. What show? Um, I actually, so I took him to championship wrestling from Hollywood. Because at the yeah. time, it was, I know it's not, you it took know. to a
1: week Yeah, show. I, That's know. I know.
0: I know. I know. No, point da- is no had, shade. Sorry. We sorry, had free sorry tickets, Hollywood. and I decided to go. Plus, I had, like, worked a little bit with the company. Whatever, right? That was a long time ago. So I took a guy to the show. <laughs> i don't know if this was part of the reason he broke up with me
1: oh it was part of it
0: (laughs) (laughs) but like it crossed my mind because while we were keep in mind i had really built up pro wrestling to him okay (laughs) i really really hyped it up and then i took him to this show (laughs) and it wasn't great no and so I was sitting there like, oh, well, um, there's all these other wrestlers that I really what like that you haven't this, seen. God, you what
1: year was this, Denise? I'm going to judge you. I don't even remember what year. Please figure out the year because I'm going to judge you.
0: Okay, hold on. I was probably like 1920. Okay. So like 10 years ago, maybe?
1: 10 years ago, which means 2014, 2013, two of the best years in PWG Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. I had
0: Tickets, they Reg. are
1: in LA, Denise.
0: Reg, I had free tickets, okay, oh, and I had I don't only been dating damn. this guy for like two months, and you didn't want to continue dating. And I was like, it oh, we can go to a we were, Hollywood show. So they were literally across the street from Pink's that day, and I'm like, oh, we can go to Pink's hot dogs, like make a whole date out of it. But to be fair, one time, actually, I probably shouldn't be saying all of this, but one time. <laughs> I did have him watch Ring of Honor, and I remember showing him Samoa Joe. And I remember what freaking match we were watching, but that he did enjoy. But I really do think that taking him to that show made me look lame AF. Okay. Yes, I looked like, lame this AF. This is what you like. You like this wrestling? <laughs> yes. And so I was a little bit embarrassed because I had said all these great things. <laughs> like you taking and, a woman to, to an nwa show i got dumped reg i got yeah, dumped no okay i got dumped like a few weeks after
1: <laughs> told you if you would have took him to Reseda, he'd still be here shout out to your husband we're glad that he's here we're glad that he took that you took him to a <laughs> Hollywood. because if not he might still be around you'd have taken to pwg like maybe your husband's not here so i know that. that's
0: true so i guess it worked out that i took him to a bad wrestling show <laughs> Sorry to all the homies at
1: Championship of Hollywood. We're just making jokes.
0: That's the test. That's the test, okay? If you're dating Mm -hmm. someone and you're a pro wrestling fan, take them to a bad wrestling show and see if they still stay with you afterwards. Don't do that. Okay? That's how you're going to know the love is really there, man. (laughs) Because I'm I'm out of here. He didn't even even tell me why. You
1: deserved it. (laughs) Bro,
0: I got ghosted. (laughs) Do you know what that's like, Reg? One minute you're making out in the car, and then the next you're being ghosted.
1: Damn. You deserved it, honestly. Taking it to a championship of fucking Hollywood show, Denise. You should have known.
0: I should have been dumped.
1: You should have been dumped. Yeah, well deserved. (laughs) You earned it.
0: You deserve it. You
1: deserve it.
0: I got free tickets, damn!
1: Yeah, great excuse, and we can get a hot dog afterwards too. What a date, Denise! Bro,
0: we didn't even get the hot dogs afterwards. Okay, he was like,
1: "I gotta go. I don't know. My mom's calling me."
0: I'm so depressed.
1: You're like, "You're hungry?" He's like, "No, I'm not hungry. Actually, I'm. I'm tired. I'm gonna go home and go to bed."
0: I was embarrassed, Reg. I kept looking at him to see, like, if he would react at any point. <laughs> I think at one point he was on his phone and I was like, oh, damn. And like, the conversation died, too. Like, we weren't even damn. talking anymore. Like, I had nothing to say. And neither damn, did he. It was a damn. disaster. I mean, when your
1: high spot's a superplex, like, how are you really going to get in here?
0: I had nothing to say. Nothing. Relationship died. Damn. Um, Mike T90K says, a 20-year-old girl taking me to championship wrestling from Hollywood in a hot dog place is cool. Applebee's would have been the game changer, Yeah, though. see,
1: that is also an important element that Mike, brought up here if a woman took me there i would have proposed but that's just a different game you know like if you would take if a woman took me to a shitty wrestling show and a hot dog i'd be like yo you (laughs) really know how to do it i can't believe like i'm melting like do you want to get married this is a great idea but there's a contention of people if you don't know the game and you're like what the fuck is this bullshit why did you bring me to this so i do get it he wasn't it.
0: a wrestling fan, no.
1: Exactly. If and he's I a literally wrestling gave band, him a hot different. dog and
0: a handshake. <laughs> I literally gave this man a hot dog and a handshake, and I literally questioned why I got dumped <laughs>
1: That's so terrible.
0: I got closure <laughs> ten years later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were like, how's that date? And he's like, She gave me a hot dog and a handshake, dude. Like
0: <laughs> terrible. Oh my God, I'm so depressed. I'm embarrassed for myself.
1: Oh, you deserve it. I'm (laughs) telling you. Uh, No, Pink, you guys, you do have to know though, if you're not in LA, Pink's does have really good hot dogs.
0: Oh my God. All right. You want to talk about really good stuff? Yeah. There's something we haven't talked about that was really good.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And it wasn't Hoochie Cheryl, (laughs) it was (laughs) Echisero, Volador Jr., Mascara Dorada versus Brian Danielson, Claudio, Castagnoli, and John Moxley. This was so much fun, Reg. Holy yes. shit, this was so much fun. I mm. am so happy that they are showing more luchadors on AEW, that you're having them in there with all different types of talent. And goddamn, Mascara Dorada, I thought, was just showing how spectacular oh. he is. I mean, this dude is like... Very close to like as amazing as El Hijo del Vikingo is, Thanks. and that is freaking awesome to say because when you look at Vikingo, you're like, God damn, ain't nobody touching that. Um, well, he is awfully close, man. Volador Jr., there was a moment where he was in there wrestling with John Moxley, and the whole time I just kept thinking, Smooth, smooth the entire sound. time. Volador Jr., so freaking smooth. Um, this was so much freaking fun, and before. You know what? I'm going to let you say what you're going to say first, and then I have a hot take, I think.
1: Yes. This was, when they announced this match last week, we were all super excited because we knew the elements. We knew kind of what the CMLL guys were going to present. And then after the match on Collision, we were like, damn, we want more. This match was even better than expected. Everything you would expect from having great luchadors on the show, this was it. When Dynamite was, when AEW was a baby, Dynamite wasn't in, I thought this was the kind of stuff we were wanting to have on weekly television of like three of the best wrestlers from another company against three of the wrestlers in your company, just doing the wildest shit. Dorado was like, there was points that I'm screaming at my TV because I'm so amazed just flipping and spinning and spot food all around. This was uh, a great display, a great kind of showcase. I think of all elements involved, and Denise, this is John Moxley Claudio and Brian Danielson, like I said, three of the biggest wrestlers in the whole company, and they're kind of I don't want to say taking a back seat, but they're letting these guys shine cuz they could have came in here and just throttled these three guys and been like, "Who are these guys?" But they made these guys look like three superstars as they truly are. This match was so good. Man, this this show had a bunch of great matches and this one was just like an unexpected but expected fire ass match i'd watch this one again i think because like a
0: breath of fresh wow. air i think to kind of Just mix it up from everything fresh. else that you saw because you got a it lot was. of like very serious wrestling with hangman and swerve and then you got your spot food like you said um yes. with this match here the only thing that I would change is i really want to see them start getting some wins i would have loved okay. it. i think the crowd because okay. when bcc won there really wasn't that much of a reaction no no I think had the CMLL guys won, people would have been like, "Oh shit, what?"
1: That has been the frustrating thing with Vikingo and Commander because yes. they've like they they are amazing, they're spectacular. Every one of their matches, bang! I look forward to every single time, but they never win, like ever. They don't beat anybody, and it's like they're gonna have the great performance every time, but we would also like to see them get a win. And I think, like you said, Denise, this win would have hit really hard, and it would have done nothing to go against the BCC
0: exactly exactly that but here's my hot take all right let's see i don't know if it's a hot take but let's see i have already been more entertained in the two weeks of content that we've seen from the cmll guys here on aw tv than i have from the entire time since world's end of what we've seen with the undisputed kingdom
1: that's not a hot take especially not with me
0: i feel like that's a hot take when they had
1: that segment with the undisputed kingdom today i was like oh my god i don't care
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's when i realized it reg that's when i had this epiphany <laughs> literally right as that happened i was like well i because mm. i think it was like right after this the cmll match mm-hmm. and i was like wow well, i don't care yeah.
1: I like Chuck Taylor, but I was like, this doesn't do anything. Like, I don't care about this at all. It's pretty unfortunate that... Alright,
0: by the way, it's not a hot here. take.
1: It's not, they exactly, it's not a hot take at all. <laughs>
0: God damn it. One of these days I'll have a hot take.
1: <laughs> yeah, when that segment happened backstage, I was like, huh, so what else is on? Like, Let me text Denise AC. see what time the show starts. Like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, geez, dude. It's sad because I like all these guys, too. Like, I don't know what they could do to change it's just this. Vanilla. It's vanilla as hell, Denise. Damn. Put some hot chocolate or some caramel on this because this is crazy. It's yeah. so vanilla, Denise. What do you think they could do to change this?
0: Make them cool? <laughs> I don't know. God, just something. Come up with a really cool attack.
1: <laughs> Make them cool Get coolest. some
0: spray paint. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> i honestly don't know yeah they uh, just need to do cool shit like the attack that they had was boring we didn't even see anything it's
1: boring yeah
0: what did the they have was it um freaking they um? Kyle.
1: they need kyle yeah they need kyle
0: yeah all right yeah. that's where we're at i'm sorry undisputed era out here catching mm. strays
1: damn unfortunate
0: mike 90 k says denise hot dog and a handshake sal <laughs>
1: I didn't know you were giving it up like a terrible promoter, Denise.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm depressed. (laughs) We got Alexander Fitzgerald who says, love how AEW is introducing AEW to the audience, even though I can't pronounce their names. Mm. Don't worry. I'll help. I'll help with some of the pronunciations. Yeah, I can't either. I was laughing because the last time when we did it, um, I think you added an N. (laughs) I think you were saying like Henny Henny something. What is it?
1: Hechicero? Echicero. Settle. settle. Yeah. Etchie. Etchie settle.
0: Like, settle. Yeah. like
1: an etch-a-sketch.
0: I don't know. I don't know what that's what it's supposed to be, though, right? Oh, yeah. I've been- like You tell me. You're the Mexican. I know, but sometimes I struggle, too. Damn. You can't ask me. You're the one.
1: Isn't right. it? No, I don't know. Yeah. You
0: tell me. It's not my fault. I can't speak English nor Spanish, all right? <laughs> I don't even know what I'd be speaking. You know that's embarrassing. You know how many times that happens, where it's like, "Oh, I'm freaking bilingual," but at the same time, I can't speak anything. Yeah, mess up my English. I mean, I my guess Spanish. that makes
1: it better. Like at least you're fucked up on both of them. It's not yeah. just
0: like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Depressing. Um. All right, we got David Reed here who says in one week the AEW CMLL partnership has made CMLL look really good as opposed to non-Vikingo AAA stuff. I feel like again, it all goes back to these guys need to get some wins. They need to get some wins That's because Vikingo's been going in there and getting some like kick-ass matches. But again, like you said, no wins. No wins. And
1: that that it's like nobody's ever gonna believe that they're gonna win at this point. That's not really their job, but they still should have wins.
0: Thank you so much to David Reed. All right. We got like one more thing to talk about and that's a wrap for uh, the show. And the last thing that we need to talk about is Tony storm, red velvet, Deanna on commentary. We kind of touched on it. Tony sniffing Deanna. Mm -hmm. Um, This match is happening at revolution. Tony storm versus Deanna Perazzo. Any thoughts on what we saw here today?
1: Yeah. I just thought this was another uh, glaring, great performance of red velvet. She keeps being put in these positions I think because she just keeps knocking it out of the park. Like, Tony Storm, we've talked on this podcast before about her trying to figure out the character uh, as outside on the promos and the character as an in-ring wrestler and how she converts the comedy and the things that she does into the wrestling. But I thought this match was awesome like it wasn't there wasn't a lot of that stuff in this match for Tony. It was kind of just a straightforward ass-kicking thing and they kind of, you know, let Diona shine on this great match. Tony Storm's incredible but I'm thinking Red Velvet has just been so tremendous in all the spots that she's been in that she needs something. I know that they're starting this Ring of Honor television champion thing, and if she won that, I'd be totally into it, just because the run that she's been on. Very strong stuff, but the match at Revolution, I'm so excited for Denise. Tony Storm and Deanna. they've been telling this story very well coming into this. I thought that you know, when we talked about Deonna coming in, it was another like nervous of like maybe, you know, like I hope that they do her justice. I hope that they give her due. And I think they have been. They built her up and and people know who she is. I think that's a really important thing. So this match is going to bang. Give them time. Let them cook. And you're going to see one of the best women's matches we've seen in A.W.
0: And I guess this kind of goes back to the point that we were trying to make earlier about Mercedes Monet going to AEW is that we've been seeing success with the Tony Storm character. We've been seeing success Right away with Diana, and they just threw her right into it, and they just put her in this big program, and she's gonna be, uh, you know, in this pay per view right away. Um, we're seeing more women segments as well. i like a couple of weeks ago, we were sitting here talking about how like they did like four things for the women on Dynamite. We were like, yeah. what? Like that's new, something to talk about there. So I do feel like they are at least making steps in the right direction. Um, so we'll see what it looks like by the time that Mercedes Monet gets here.
1: Good sign too. And Denise, like they've talked about earlier, Camille potentially is coming in. Like there's a, um, uh, Serena deep has been being amazing on all these shows. I think that what we in two, three, four months, the division's going to be insane and I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, I just hope they continue showcasing it on TV more than it has been. You have to, when Mercedes comes in great help. That's the moral of this whole show. Mercedes is potentially coming in March 3rd, potentially, and it's just going to be great for everybody.
0: Hey, man, like Will Washington. What did he post right here? What did Will post? Look at this. 100%. It's true. It's true. I mean, unless he's talking about something else. Could be talking about something else. I don't know. Who knows? All right, guys, before we wrap things up, uh, just a heads up to everybody. Um, All of the Royal Rumble content is still up here on the channel. Of course, you guys are more than welcome to check that out. Lots of interviews with Jade Cargill, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, so many others. Um, Tomorrow, I am going to be waking up super freaking early and driving to Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, very excited about that. Uh it's funny cuz today I went to the uh to get to the rental place to rent a car because I needed to rent a car to drive to Vegas and the girl was like about to give me my key and she's like, "Oh, so where are you going?" and I'm like, "Las Vegas." And she's like, "Oh, are you going to go with family?" And I was like, "No, by myself." And then she didn't say anything. She just stopped talking. <laughs> and then I was like, it took me a second to realize that she thought I was sus. This girl is going by herself to Las Vegas, and then once I realized that, I turned to her and I was like, "For business, not for pleasure."
1: Yeah, no, she thought she was gonna go bust it open, like they said earlier, not bust it open radio, you know.
0: <laughs> so I had to explain to her everything. So I'm like, "Yeah, I look pretty sus right now. She's probably not gonna want to read me." She's like, "Oh, anymore. you're going to
1: Vegas? What are you gonna be doing there by yourself? You don't got any family? Oh, wow. you're a weirdo." <laughs> Yo.
0: So anyways, uh, I'm going to be going to Vegas tomorrow. I'll be there all the way through Saturday. I might be at Collision, so we'll see. Um, but on top of that, I'm going to be posting content. Of course, I'll be at the press conference tomorrow. Uh, so a lot of really fun stuff to look forward to here on the channel. If you guys haven't subscribed, make sure you guys do so. Um, Reg, what do you got going on?
1: Um, Nothing that's different. So you can catch me every Wednesday here with Denise. I'm also on with Mike and Indeed. We're doing Black History Month wrestling uh round tables on indeed this month today we had a really good episode Jay rose is joining me former mlw world champion alex kane was there and current new texas pro champion Stephen wolf was on there very great conversations check those out i'll have more throughout the month you can catch me every saturday with philip lindsey um we're going back to back weeks with ask Grapsity, so that'll be tomorrow and also i'm on with kate on the ring of honor post show tomorrow that's it. I don't have any shows with Denise this weekend. She can't trick me into watching some show I don't want to watch. So things are, don't look at your schedule.
0: Oh, I was looking, I was like, what's happening this weekend? There's nothing for, for unless you want to do a Super Bowl post show, there's no, nothing. A Super Bowl post show. <laughs> Super Bowl post show with like my limited ass football knowledge. Same, same, same. Can you imagine what that post show would look like?
1: Mm. Oh, the yeah. Somebody said I'm sex scared about this press conference. You're going to be at the press conference tomorrow, Denise. Yeah, I'll be at the press conference. Ooh.
0: I know. Let's see if I get chosen this time. I got my questions ready, bro. I got them ready. Mm. I I was actually typing them out today. I was like, dinny, dinny. <laughs> this oh. is what I'm planning on asking.
1: Ooh. Tomorrow's going to be a crazy ass day. I
0: know. Yeah. I know. Alright, guys, there you go. That was the post show for today. As always, thank you guys so much for watching. Please do not forget to leave a review on Apple podcast if you can or if not on Spotify. Thank you guys so much. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye everyone.